the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Be filled with the Holy Spirit to walk wise. Fellowship with the wise to walk wise. Fellowship with the brethren to walk wise. We said be thankful and grateful to walk wise. Be humble to walk wise. Be teachable. Be meek. Be prayerful to walk wise. Wisdom for living. Wisdom for decision making. What is the wisdom for living? What is the wisdom for decision making? The fear of the Lord. In other words, the word of God. So, the wisdom for decision-making is the fear of the Lord. You can call it the wisdom of God, the fear of the Lord. And when we say the wisdom of God, you know, we mean the word of God, the word of God, the word of God. Or in other words, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. That is the wisdom for decision-making. That is the wisdom for decision-making. All of the decision for, all of the wisdom for decision-making comes from the word of God. From the word of God, which is the fear of the Lord. The word of God is the fear of the Lord. But it goes beyond just the black and white. It goes into the doing of it. Obedience to the word of God. Obedience to the word of God. That is the fear of the Lord in you. The fear of the Lord written is the word of God. Your submission to that fear of the Lord or to the word of God is the fear of the Lord in you. Your reverence, your submission to the word of God, to the lordship, to the authority of God. Very, very, very important. So the fear of the Lord, which is the word of God, and the obedience to it is the foundation of what? Wisdom. The fear of the Lord, which is the word of God, and the obedience to it is the what? The foundation of wisdom, the scripture says. The foundation of wisdom which means what? The starting point of wisdom. The starting point of wisdom. It also means the basics of wisdom. The foundation of wisdom. The fear of the Lord, the foundation of wisdom, means the building blocks of wisdom. It means the structure of wisdom. The fear of the Lord, the word of God, is the foundation, is the fabric, is the principles, gives us the principles of wisdom. Principles of wisdom. You wonder why David, King David, will always say, No, I can't touch the Lord's anointed. No, I can't touch the Lord's anointed. He didn't even need to pray. He had opportunity, many opportunities, to strike King Saul down, but he wouldn't do it. The fear of God, the word of God, had given him that principle. You do not rise against Authority. You do not rise against legitimate authority. Even when the authority became illegitimate, he still wouldn't rise against it. He will give everything to God. Let God have his way. There are some things that are just pretty clear. You know, you don't have to pray and say, what do I do? Do you pray whether you should fornicate or not? You don't pray about that. You should know that. That's a principle. Amen. So, David already made this his principle, you don't raise your hand against authority. 
Under no circumstance will you rise up against your father or against your mother and lift up your hands against your mother. Under no circumstance. That's a principle. What gives you that wisdom? The word of God. Amen. So many times we consider the decisions or the choices that God makes on some matters and we wonder why God will make such decisions. We ask ourselves, what's the reason for that? Why did God choose that instead of that? Why did God allow such to happen? Sometimes we get answers. Some other times we don't have answers. We just resort to our trust in God. For example, why did God choose David to be king instead of one of his more royal, more good-looking, older brothers? Why did God choose David, the youngest? Why didn't he choose, you know, the strong and capable those fitted for war, why didn't you choose them? Why did he choose David, the youngest? We ask the question, why did he choose David instead of Jonathan, the son of King Saul? Why did God allow Stephen to be stoned to death? Why did God allow Antipas, one of his faithful servants, to be killed? One of those questions is, why did God choose Solomon to be king instead of his brothers? Considering the circumstances of his birth, about which his mother became a wife of King David. Why did God choose Solomon? Why did God choose Solomon? So we're going to be looking at that more closely. What wisdom is in that decision? What wisdom is in that decision? What's logical about that? For us, we say, no, there's, there's no reason for that. In fact, it shouldn't have been considered at all. First Kings chapter 1, from verse 5 to 10. We read that quickly. Then Adonijah, the son of Agit, exhorted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared for himself chariots and horsemen, and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not rebuked him at any time by saying, Why have you done so? He was also very good-looking. His mother had borne him after Absalom. Absalom was also what? Very, very good looking. By this time, Absalom was dead. Absalom had risen up against David. And you see David again. This is a man after the heart of God. David would not rise up against his family. David chose not to fight Absalom, his son. Instead, he walked away from him and left everything in the hand of God. You don't fight your family. And the scripture tells us, that we should do what? You know, don't take them to, to court. You should do what? Suffer wrong. You suffer wrong. Say, so don't take your brother, your Christian brother, to court. Suffer the wrong. Take the blame. Let it go. And David, one of his principles, you don't fight your family. So he decided, no, I won't fight my son. So he left it alone. And God fought for him. Even though what happened was part of a result of his uh, sins. But because he submitted to God completely, he submitted to the wisdom of God, God would turn over turn the counsel of Ahithophel, which was really taken from the word of God, taken from the prophecy. Ahithophel drew that counsel from what was written, what was spoken from the prophecy. A young man, Ahithophel, very, very wise. His wisdom was serious that even David feared him. 
But God turned the counsel of Ahithophel, even though it was by prophecy, but it was not with holiness, it was not with purity, it was not in righteousness. And because David submitted to God, God turned that counsel upside down. May the Lord turn the counsel of the enemy upside down for you in the name of Jesus. Even that which is written against you, which is contrary to you, Jesus takes out of the way in the name of Jesus. It was written against him. It was spoken against David. That was the counsel of Ahithophel, which would have worked. But God overturned it. May the Lord overturn every counsel of the enemy, no matter how good it sounds. No matter how legitimate it sounds, no matter how right it is, may the Lord turn the counsel of the enemy upside down because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. So, 1 Kings 1 verse 7. Then he conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and with Abiathar the priest. And they followed and helped Adonijah. But Zadok the priest, Beniah the son of Jehoadah, Nathan the prophet, Shimeel, Rhea, and the mighty men who belonged to David were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah sacrificed sheep and oxen and fattened cattle by the stone of Sohileth, which is by Aronjel. He also invited all his brothers, the king's sons, and all the men of Judah, the king's servants, but he did not invite Nathan the prophet, Beniah, the mighty man of Solomon, his brother. Wow. It was uh, a very good, you know, uh, decision that he made here. And you wonder why Adonijah invited some people and did not invite other people. How did he know who to invite? How did he know who to invite? Do you know the people around you? You know the people that you relate with? Do you know them? It's a good question. Obviously, Adonijah knew everybody knew those who were for King David, and even those who seemed to be for King David, but who had some other ulterior money, he already knew who is who. He knew who was what. So he knew who to invite. Looking at this, you also understand that he knew what the plan was. He knew that the plan was what? For Solomon to be king. Not just himself, everybody knew. And you can imagine, some people already were already talking. They were already gossiping. They were already saying things. You know what James 3.13 says? Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works. Let him show by good conduct, by good doing or actions, also by their words. By their words. So Adonijah knew these people by their words and by their works. He knew them. So he knew who to invite. So he invited some certain people and did not invite others. He excluded them from the company. Because he knew if he invited them, they will make known the whole plan, the conspiracy. So he excluded them. And particularly, you see here, he invited all the King's sons, all the king's sons, except Solomon, except Solomon. He wouldn't invite Solomon. Why? Because he knew Solomon was to be the king. 
So why will he invite Solomon? No, he won't invite Solomon. So he excluded Solomon from it because he knew. And he also knew that prophet Nathan was the one that gave the word that Solomon would be king. So he wouldn't invite prophet Nathan. And of course, he wouldn't let Solomon's uh, mother know about it. So all this gossip was going on. All this gossip was going on. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.